0: I know you're really excited to listen to this episode because it's fantastic as always. Uh, But just a note, the ghosts of the world, aka technology, but also probably something paranormal, did interfere with this episode midway through. So uh, Corinne's audio ends up sounding not as high quality. Is that the, the editing techie word? I don't know. Anyway, there is some audio difference in the midway point. But uh, you would still be able to hear everything. The spirits sabotaged me, but the stories are still great. That's a very concise way to say it. Thanks, Corinne. (laughs) Enjoy. Hi. Hi. Ghost stories. This
1: is two girls,
0: one ghost. Two girls, one ghost. I almost whispered encounters. Um, That's Corinne. I'm Sabrina. This is an encounters episode. Encounters. Encounters. So we read your stories back to you. You email us and we try our very best to read the words you put on the page. And sometimes we make up our own words. So yes, and Christina,
1: our editor, tries her very best to try to edit out a lot of those mistakes we make. Yes, if you don't want-
0: (laughs) And if you want to share your stories with us personally live, you can join us on Campfire Stories every Tuesday 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. We're doing it every week on Patreon for $3 a month. You can join every single live and listen to and watch all the previous ones. It's a great time. And we love being able to communicate with you guys, talk to yeah. you, hear your stories, chat on the
1: chat functions. It's a jolly good time. I love campfire stories. I love encounters. I love our regular episode. I love our podcast. I love you as
0: a person. As I love a you. Well, okay. Great.
1: Yeah. I love you too.
0: (laughs) Um, do you want me to go first? I would like to go first. I should Yeah. I'm going to assert myself. Don't ask for permission, baby. Okay. My journey. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is a story from our listener, Cameron, and it's called a ghost was flirting with my dad question mark. Hi, I'm Cameron. She, her. And these are only two out of my very few ghost stories that I have. There will be a good amount of backstory, even historical backgrounds for both places. Please bear with me, as I also love to talk, ramble, and I will tell things in detail. Hey, you are you are in similar company. We uh, yeah, we started a podcast that. because of that. So yes, we get it. So I'm from Portland, Oregon, and on the last week of every August, my dad's side of the family goes on a week long trip. Usually, we camp at Fort Stevens on the northern coast of Oregon near Astoria. In the last few years, my grandmother wanted to try different settings to mix it up. So this past August of 2022, we still went to Fort Stevens, but to a beach house this time. While on this trip, in the last few days, my grandparents were talking about going to the Fort Stevens National Cemetery. It's a small one, and it's for those who served our country and their families. Unfortunately, there is a section for unidentified children and infants. And of course, because I love weird and creepy shit, I was excited to tag along. Surprisingly, my parents were also down to go, and they're usually not the types of people. Unfortunately, my cousin, who is about 26, got sick, and my grandmother no longer wanted to go. But my parents and I were like, shit, looks like we're going by ourselves. So we got into the car, and I had a surprise up my sleeve. Hee <laughs> hee. Okay, pause. I've come across a psychic medium, Kelsey Davies, on TikTok, who also has a YouTube channel about her experiences and documents herself when she goes to haunted places and investigates. She also has a haunted doll by the name of Lola, and I just find them so interesting to listen to and watch. She has a bright, positive energy that flows through the screen. She also has a podcast called "In Intoxicated, where she gets intoxicated and talks about her experiences. Whoa, fun uh conspiracy theories haunted things etc you would definitely enjoy her content anyway watching some of her videos she uses a spirit box app called necrophonic i downloaded the app beforehand excited for an opportunity to use it we should use that corinne
1: Mm, mm -hmm.
0: i was like my time has come so when my parents and i pulled up at the cemetery i told them about my surprise and they were both hesitant but my mom was like okay i'm kind of intrigued When we got out of the car, my dad was the first one in and already walking around. Before my mom and I walked around, I out loud said some positive intentions and turned on the spirit box app. As soon as I turned it on, we were flooded with all types of voices. We were talking to some and when my mom and I were looking at one headstone who happened to be of a woman, I said the woman's name out loud and suddenly there was a clear woman's voice that came through. Then, at about the same time, my dad yelled to us across the cemetery that it was time to go. My mom yelled back, be patient, Jim. Then, (laughs) in a singing siren type of voice, that same woman who had previously just come through the spirit box says, Jim, come here. My mom and I looked at each other and started to laugh. My mom asked the woman if she was flirting with him, and the woman answered, Yes. In a giggly voice. (laughs) We told my dad and he was definitely a little spooked and weirded out. Around this moment, I noticed that the sun sky was getting cloudy. And when I looked up, I have never seen a group of clouds move so fast. I mean fast. The sky was covered with clouds within seconds and the wind was blowing so hard. The combination of these two started to make the cemetery look very dark compared to the sunny sky that we had walked in with. A couple minutes later... My mom made a general statement thanking all those who had served. And we got another flood of voices saying, thank you. And you're welcome. Wow. Yeah. This is like, we got to try this app.
1: I know. Yeah. This
0: makes me really believe in the app. True. Yeah. I mean, that it's speaking back so clearly and responding to what they're saying
1: Right, appropriate responses.
0: On our way out, my dad was already in the car, lol. And we noticed a cloud of fog moving in on the cemetery as fast as those clouds were. Before my mom and I left, we stopped at the gate and thanked everyone for their time and communication and set another set of intentions, asking no one to follow us. I also followed this with my signature, bye, before I stopped the spirit box. Instantly, a voice came through mimicking my goodbye, lol. My next story happened about a week and a half later using the same spirit box. So this was last September, 2022 on the 11th. My best friend turned 21. And since we live in the Pacific Northwest, McMenamin's is a big restaurant and brewing company. Edgefield is one of the locations and has an interesting background. McMenamin's likes to buy buildings that were once schools, nursing homes, and morgues, and more. So let me tell you, these locations are creepy. In Edgefield specifically, I will never use one of the restrooms on the main floor of the hotel because of the terrible sense of someone staring right at me that would make anyone feel uncomfortable. Edgefield was once a poor farm that had many different types of personalities, such as school teachers and former slaves. Then it took a role of a nursing home and a rehabilitation center, and then it became abandoned, and then two brothers bought the abandoned building and saw it as a great gathering place. McMenamin's not only has bars, breweries, and restaurants, but also hotels, spas, event venues, movie theaters, etc. Because they have so many different locations with different things to do, they have a passport. The object of this is that you go to these different locations and try the different things. After each thing you try and or visit that is listed in the little booklet, they give you a stamp for completing the task. After you get all the stamps on a page and in the whole passport, you get prizes like free food, gift cards, pint glasses, etc. For one of the Edgefield's tasks, they had a scavenger hunt inside the hotel. Ooh, this is so fun. You go up to the front desk and they have a riddle displayed on the desk. After reading the riddle, you have to find a specific small painting on the wall, take a picture of it, return to the front desk, show them the picture, and get a stamp if you found the right thing. Well, we actually found the image within five minutes, but we wanted to make sure because of how big the building is. We went to the top floor and we were kind of stuck because the riddle kind of correlated to other pictures within the building. So I got the idea to ask the spirits. I turned on the spirit box and there was a flood of people coming through. We said hi to everyone and asked them where the answer to the riddle was. We heard a couple of spirits say down. So we walked down one floor to the middle floor. Then only one spirit continued to help us, a man who spoke Spanish. Good thing we know some because of our Latinx background. We were able to understand him and we could tell that there was some increased joy in his tone. He told us to walk down another flight to the main floor. We stood at the bottom of the stairway and he even told us to go either left or right multiple times until he led us to the same image that we had found within the first five minutes. We thanked everyone who could talk to us especially the man who helped us, set a positive intention and then asked no one to follow us. When we went back to the front desk, we were able to get our stamp. Lastly, I do want to give you guys a book recommendation. After listening for the last five months, I learned that you guys like books and have many questions regarding souls in general. Journey of Souls by Michael Newton, PhD, is about Newton's experience with about 30 clients out of thousands who he puts into hypnosis, taking them into their superconscious where the soul can be reached. It details the soul's journey from the moment of death to the moment of rebirth. It's truly one of the most interesting books I've ever read, 10 out of 10. Anyway, those are my two stories. Thanks for reading them. See you guys on the other side. Cameron.
1: Okay, we've heard about that book multiple times. Yeah. So we need to read that for sure. I mean, that sounds right up our alley.
0: I wonder if it's on Audible because that would be a fun one to listen
1: to. That would be, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Need to read this book. Need to download that app. Yeah. How? What incredible experiences with the app too, of just getting, not only are you walking through these cemeteries and these old pl- historic places, with so much history, but you actually get to communicate. You don't necessarily need like a medium there or a tour guide with you telling you other ghost stories. You get to experience some, directly from you have your own tour guide and they just all yeah. happen to be dead like, okay. oh, keep going down below if you if you go down the stairwell and then hook the hook a left and take the second door to your right
0: okay i'm tempted to download it and see do it. If anything comes up right now <gasps> right now i'm scared good
1: thing i'm not in the same room as
0: you <laughs> okay and then we can use it together
1: we' are on campfire stories when we're together
0: i also as i'm downloading it I love that McMenamins has this like scavenger hunt. Toggle phones mute switch to turn audio on. Oh, okay. Oh, got a text. From who? From Freya. What if it
1: was, what if you had texting to the other side on this app too? Wait. Ghost could text you.
0: What did it say? Hello? Is anyone here? What is your name? Natalie. Also, let's set positive intentions. Only positivity is allowed in this space. Only good spirits are welcome, and you are not allowed to stay attached to me or me or Corinne. Is anyone with us?
1: You know, I like how your hand was out like this.
0: You know, it's, uh, it, it's quiet. It sounds like there was like maybe some spirits passing through, but no one wanted to stay and chat.
1: Everyone was just flying through. And they're like, oh, shoot. They're actually paying attention to us. Oh, yeah. Be quiet. But they're like, just I'm not just going to come dance be for quiet, you. Be quiet, Natalie. <laughs> Don't answer with your name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to
0: dance monkey dance. Anyway, thank you, Cameron, for sharing that app with us. Because yes.
1: now Thank I, you.
0: I could never use it by myself. I have to, I'm going to have to be with you, Corinne, to use it.
1: Okay. We'll do it together. Okay. We'll together. be together in just soon. One week. Yes. Yes. Okay. This, <sighs> I snagged it when i saw it because it says it's titled heartwarming afterlife stories ghost grandma protests when denied vodka
0: oh (laughs) my gosh this is our kind of
1: grandma i'm cracking up hello spooky gals my name is nina it's okay to mention my name it's my first time writing to the podcast, so it feels a bit awkward, like no. I'm sending a message to a radio show and hoping that they will read it and put the song you requested on the playlist. <laughs> I thought my story is worth sending because it can be a perfect palate cleanser or something to end the show on a good note. Well, I'm starting the show on a good note, or my my stories. First of all, thank you for your podcast. I'm not very spiritual, but I love ghosts and mysterious stories. And to be honest, I never thought that I'd have any of my own ghost stories until my grandma provided a whole bunch of them. Her name was Galena, which means quiet, calm. She was a very special person, strong and extremely kind, a true hero in the center of our chaotic family. She was born in the USSR, lost her husband to war very early, but raised three children on her own, my dad and my two aunts. She passed away a year ago due to COVID in January 2020, the day after my birthday. My family says she did her best to stay here for my birthday. That's the kind of person she was. The first story that makes me laugh whenever someone mentions it happened during commemoration. We had a photo of her standing on the shelf, looking over the table and family guests. To follow tradition, one of my aunts went to the kitchen to grab a glass of vodka and a piece of plain bread to place by the photo. When my second aunt shouted to her from another room, don't bother with it, it's actually a pagan tradition. They were all raised in Christianity. At that moment, my grand's photo slides from the shelf by itself and falls right into the palms of my aunt who shouted to not bring the vodka. The room burst into laughter And we shouted in unison to bring the vodka right now (laughs) because Gran is throwing a fit. (laughs) Oh. Instead of just putting plain bread on top of the glass, we ended up putting some butter and caviar (laughs) on it. Oh my gosh, (laughs) fancy. Even though in terms of tradition, it was incoherent. Somehow denying her her favorite appetizer felt like disrespect. (laughs) We joked about how she looked even happier in her photo after... (laughs)
0: I love (laughs) that. And I believe it. I think that's so fun. Me
1: too. It's in the eyes. And no falling from the shelf occurred during the rest of the (laughs) evening. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah. I would brush it off as a funny coincidence, but it was followed by some more stories. According to Christian beliefs, the soul of the deceased stayed in our world for nine days, realizing that it has passed and visiting familiar places and people. And then it goes through higher judgment, fully passing to the other side on the 40th day. I don't remember if it was on the 9th or the 40th day, but during my family visit to the grave, my cousin remembered how my grand always fed stray cats in the countryside and how there were always a bunch of them around the house. My cousin said, I wouldn't be surprised if there's cats visiting her grave. And at that moment, a stray cat appears out of nowhere right near the grave. They bent some sausage to it. It sat with them for a while and then disappeared into the white, snowy mess, just like it had appeared. Was it my grand spirit saying goodbye before moving on? My next story happened a year after when my mom and her husband went to visit her grave. Again, it was a snowy January day. Everything was covered in pristine, blinding white snow, and they had to use the shuttle to clear the way. My mom wanted to get flowers and some pine branches so the flowers could be placed directly on sale, but the local shop didn't have any, which really upset her. They got flowers, paid their respects, and my mom expressed her disappointment with the lavish pine branches to, to Galina's grave and then headed away. As she reached the main alley, they saw a big pine branch had just fallen onto the path. Oh my gosh. It wasn't there when they were walking to the grave. There was no wind. No other branches had fallen anywhere else. It was just a single perfect branch. Wow. So they took it back to the grave and placed the flowers on top of it. Absolutely losing their minds about the new mysterious coincidence. Not a coincidence. I can, I feel like there's no such thing as coincidences. Totally. And finally, concluding my story from my perspective, a small background story. My first grand passed away many years ago, and I had a lot of regrets and guilt connected to her passing. She passed away shortly after her birthday, which I didn't attend using university as an excuse. It troubled my mind until she visited me in a dream and told me that she's not angry with me. And I was able to thank her and say that I love her. Maybe it's just my mind like processing it. But anyway, after that dream, calmness finally came to me. By the way, she passed away right on Easter day. And there's a belief that all people that pass away on that day go straight to heaven. So getting back to Galena, We all expected to have the same dream about her after the 40th day. And well, she delivered. In my dream, I was in the countryside where I spent my childhood with her. I was in a beautiful garden with apple trees and it almost felt magical. There was a wooden house that resembled the one where we could live with a cozy open terrace with a fully set tea table. Mm, That sounds lovely. (laughs) It's just like a little tea party. And all the countryside, apple beautiful, tunes, and just a warm, cozy cottage. And at the end of the table, there were both of my grands smiling warmly at me and waving their hands. I started walking towards the terrace to join them, but Galena stopped me with a hand sign and said, You can't go here yet. Still smiling, they waved me goodbye and my dream disappeared. I woke up feeling a sense of calm, knowing these two friends are together now. And there's no strain between us. Aww. When I pulled this dream to my mom, she said that she also had a dream about Galena. In it, she was at a train station and my grand was waiting for the train that would bring her to her husband. Remember, who had passed when she was young. That's it. I'm attaching a few photos. My grand snowy day at the cemetery and a pine bridge flowers on Wow. How sweet. That is so
0: sweet. And I, I mean, we've heard of the train. We've heard of those types of dreams before like the train to the afterlife to the other side. And I fully believe yes. because I have had dreams where I have been in a, like a beautiful place of me- like from memory with my grandfather specifically. And it does feel like an ethereal place. It doesn't feel our place, our our world. And so I, I like to believe that in those experiences, we are traveling to a place where we are not supposed to be forever. Like yet. We will be eventually. But yeah, like, oh,
1: don't come over to the table. We have a day pass. can't sit here with us yet.
0: We're we have just an evening to say pass.
1: Hello. Yeah. We're just here so you can smell the tea and the apples yeah. and to give you a greeting. And but you must be on your way. And know that we're okay.
0: Galena's got some vodka, some caviar, some bread with uh, butter. She is good. All set on the afterlife.
1: I love that they were joking that the photo of her, she looks happier after. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a joke.
0: I think it's real. I'm sure. I'm sure that's hilarious. It's <laughs> so funny. Okay, I have a story from our listener, and it is called Two People, One Soul. Hello, ladies. You can call me Rose because it's easier to pronounce and my nickname. I was not so comfortable before talking about the paranormal and aliens until I heard your podcast. Because before that, I thought I was the only weird one loving this thing. So all to say, I love you guys. Welcome. This is a story from before I was born. My grandma and grandpa had five sons and one daughter. My aunt, two elder uncles, and my father. My father's family had a huge farm to which the entire family put in some work to help maintain. I'm going to call my uncle who will be featured Sam. Uncle Sam was very smart. He was a great artist, loved animals, but was a little bit stubborn. My mom was an urbanized girl who didn't know anything about the rural area or the lives of my uncle. Uncle Sam had lived in urban cities to complete his education and knew everything. And hence, when my mom was married into my father's family, Uncle Sam became my mom's best friend. Two months after my dad and mom's wedding, Uncle Sam woke early in the morning and went straight to the farm where he had bought a new calf. He walked towards the calf, picking up a bucket of water for him from the well. When he was taking the water out from the well, an ox sadly kicked him and he fell into the well and sadly died after struggling quite a bit.
1: Oh my God, you horrible. It's so sad.
0: The entire family was shocked. One year later, my parents were now living in a city due to their jobs and were blessed with their first baby, a sweet little boy. We have a naming ceremony that my family does when every baby is three months old. So my mom decided to name the baby Ethan. My mom's mother, my Nana, told my mother to name him Sam in respect to our Uncle Sam and suggested that maybe it's Uncle Sam reincarnated. But my mom didn't believe in this stuff, so she said no and said, I'm going to name him Ethan. But the baby had something else in mind. Because when my mom told him she was going to name him Ethan, he cried to death and wouldn't drink any breast milk. She tried a hundred names, but still he cried and cried. Not only my mom, but the entire family tried to do different names, but he was still crying. Here's the catch. As soon as someone said, we'll name you Sam, he would stop crying and this wouldn't happen just once but so many times every time anyone said we'll name you sam he would stop crying so finally my mom gave up and named him sam technically uncle sam turned my non-believer mom into a believer and rose said i found uncle sam's diary and his handwriting and my brother sam's handwriting matches completely so i don't know what more proof do you want non-believers My incarnation. This is this is more than just
1: like oh, the handwriting thing too. Yeah, it's not just him being like oh, name him after me. Yeah, it's I am. He's coming back. Yeah,
0: I am Sam. Sam, I am. Sam, I am. Rose says, "Loves you guys. Love you guys so much. See you on the other side." But yeah, I mean, that's incredible. And I mean, it's so 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 tragic the way Uncle Sam passed away. But I do love that he's back in their lives. Oh my gosh, I know. Yeah, like he was like, no, my name is Sam and you will call me Sam.
1: Wow. And that just makes me wonder too. Now I need to know if new Sam with possibly old Sam's soul has any sort of memories or makes any interesting comments or like says any phrases that people are like, oh, that is so Uncle Sam.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm also curious if, Sam had any memories and talked about it at all.
1: Yeah. Because it sounds like Uncle Sam knew, like his soul was consciously like, I am being born again, right into this same family. Send me in. I'm ready. Yeah,
0: Amazing. It is amazing. It's incredible. I would love to see photos of them too. Are they, do they look similar?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have one and it is called, Okay. then I heard it's five, two. two. Now I'm a believer. Okay. It has a little music, though. So I knew I was supposed to sing it. Hey, ladies. This is from Grace. Okay. Hey, ladies. I'm a travel nurse and I've started listening to your podcast to get me through the long drives. I'm on the 15th or so episode, so I am very behind, <laughs> but I'll get there. I get so spooked when I'm driving at night and listening in, but you ladies are so funny that I get over the spooks quickly. I wanted to share my experience with the paranormal that still lingers in my dreams or nightmares to this day. It's a long one because I'm not creating telling stories. So here it goes. I'm sure you're amazing. Uh, yes. I feel like we're
0: all so hard on ourselves, myself included. And, and no one will blame you
1: because they'll just be like, wow, Corinne is really horrible at right <laughs> So you're fine. I've been friends with twins. Names changed. Abby and Frankie since middle school and I have always heard how they are sensitive to the paranormal. Abby more so than Frankie. And they had lived in a spiritually charged house. I have always been fascinated by ghosts but I'm not sensitive at all and I'm glad for it. And they would talk about shadow people darting into rooms, disembodied voices and such. And one time they were painting and one of our friends was up on a ladder and her ankle got grabbed by something. Oh my gosh. With nope. the handprint bruise to prove it oh, oh i hate that that's a hard to grab i was almost hate. picturing like the paint like a painted hand uh, it's like you uh, it having gone but the bruising that's way scarier because that means that person was in that spirit was grabbing with was real force
0: and like while you're on a ladder that's uh, that's
1: just so not, dangerous yeah yeah not good news. No, thank you we decided to try to get some evps or further evidence in that basement we're all well aware of Ouija boards and did not want in on that shit because we are smart. <laughs> we had the recorder ready and pressed record. We started with making our intentions known and set clear boundaries with the spirits. We were there with respect. We wanted to communicate. We were not to be touched, followed home, harmed, or have any malicious actions taken against us. Yep, yeah, good call. On the first night. We just had the recorder going and we were all just chatting amongst ourselves. Lights on, of course. We were too spooked to try to ask any direct questions. We had a sheet of paper with a circle drawn on it and placed coins in the circle to see if they were both. Okay, so you basically made your own Ouija board. This yes. is like the classic, like, oh, we don't like Ouija boards, but let's it's like me with the with my with my pendulum. I'm like, I <laughs> oh, would never use the Ouija board. And then I'm like, pendulum, pendulum. Will I get this half?
0: It's kind of <laughs> like, you know, you tell yourself what you want to believe for certain things
1: because. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my pencil, Marquette, I give it, this is at the end. So that's how <laughs> I close it out. I really do. I switch it. So we're, we're good. Okay. The coins didn't move. After about an hour, we were kind of bored and called it quits. We thanked the spirit and restated our boundaries and stopped the recorder. We were so eager to listen that we went upstairs to their room and started playing back the recording. At first, we just heard her chatting, but further into the recording, we could hear whispers over us. It sounded like one voice, but we couldn't quite make out what it was saying. That was about to change. On the tape, Frankie started talking about how she hated coming up the stairs because you could see into the upper corner of the closet directly below. And right after she said that, a male voice, Said in a loud whisper, "I will go <gasps> in the closet." Ah. What? We got rings for those down there, and her family was upstairs watching TV at the volume that we couldn't hear in person or on a tape. We couldn't explain it, and it was the scariest shit that ever. Sounds terrifying. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Did you just whisper? Me? Yes. Did you not hear it? Okay, well, not really, and it freaked me out. Oh, that is creepy.
1: It kind of like cut That's... out.
0: Ugh.
1: Creepy, creepy. Yeah. Grace says, my tummy hurts just writing Beth. <laughs> the next night, we went back down into the basement with the reporter and say, stated the same ground rules. This time, he asked the spirit to not give response to our questions. We asked if they could hear us. We sat silently. We just started to ask another question when we heard a faint knock. We then said we weren't sure if that was a spirit. If it is, could you please do that again? And then we hear another knock, identical to the first one. At this time, one of our other friends got up and started to try to pinpoint the location of the knock. She was knocking on different surfaces all around the basement, the walls, the furniture, everything. We weren't asking questions during this time. Then my friend hits this wood cabinet in front of the stairs Bingo. She sat back down with us. We asked the spirit to knock twice. Knock. Knock. Oh, no. We asked. We need to be sure that this is you doing this. Please do it again. And in rapid speed, it responds. Knock, knock. We got so scared, we had to cross in front of that cabinet to get upstairs, and we decided to stop. We thanked the spirit for communicating, and we laid down the ground rules again for the last time, and there were no more whispers or voices on the recording that night. We all agreed that we couldn't do any more research in fear of more occurrences happening to the twins and to their family. But I felt like we got our validation. During a sleepover at their house in high school, I woke up in the middle of the night and I hated being the only one up in that house because I didn't know what the spirits had in store for me. I never wanted to see a spirit with my own eyes. It is just, it is still one of my biggest fears. Fair. As I was finally dozing off after what felt like an eternity, I heard something come up from the basement stairs, fast and on all fours, heavier than a dog. I woke up my friend next to me and snuggled next to them until the sun came up. That is horrifying. Ah, something heavy like crawling sh- 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 up the stairs. Nope. Hell, no, no, no. I went.
0: Oh my God, a squirrel, a squirrel just climbed the tree outside. But like, because of the patio, it like, just like yeah. something came up and I was like, ah.
1: <laughs> We're on edge with the story, right? Yes. What have you done to us? Um, what have you done? I woke up my friend next to me and struggled next to him until the sun came up. I never heard the basement door. If I did, I would have killed <laughs> over from a heart attack right yeah. then and there. Honestly. Same. Yeah. The twin eventually moved a few times and I don't think their family ever disclosed the haunting to the new owners of that house. The twins haven't had any experiences since, which they are grateful for. I occasionally have dreams and nightmares about that house, and they involve the spirits. I'm not sure if it's because I spent so much time in that house that it was burned into my subconscious or if the spirits still call out to me. Thanks for reading. Keep up
0: the spooky work, Grace. Well that's terrifying Grace. The spooky work is only complete with you and your story. So thank you. <laughs> wow. Um, this is scary. It's so scary. It feels like it feels malicious and a little bit
1: taunting. Especially the like frustrated, like no. in and just the crawling up the, and I will go into the closet. Like just all of that, all of that. It just is creepy spooky terrifying whatever it is is yeah it it. doesn't feel entirely human or if it is it's like this really old and times yeah spirit maybe that just like their temperament their personality might be just super different from like the way that we're used to communicating right now i don't know i don't know either i also wonder like who lives in the house now
0: and if they have experiences and it's so hard to know right because we don't know who bought the house
1: right and maybe it's best that those people don't know because it's like you know we mentioned the watcher i don't know was this yeah. episode or, or
0: another one i think last episode
1: yeah we're talking about the watcher and it just it's like the family that currently lives in that house has never gotten a letter never had any experiences but and so i guess it's not like I don't really know what I'm trying to say Gara, but basically it's like if that family doesn't know and they're just writing everything off that happens as like something benign or maybe nothing's happened because they're not believing in it. That's probably better than if you were to tell them this place is haunted. Yeah. And then true. maybe that thing triggers basement. things then.
0: Yeah. You know what it Ooh. reminds me of? So I'm reading a book right now, which I don't know if I like it or not. It's called The Hotel Nantucket. Um, who's it by? Feels Um,
1: like an Ellen Hildebrand. Wait, it is. Oh,
0: (laughs) that's so funny. I was about to (laughs) say like Ellen, but yeah, I think it's
1: Ellen Hildebrand. Yeah, Eldon. I've never read Ellen Hildebrand. Wait, that's wow. Corinne, I think my mom has read a bunch of her books, which is why I was like, oh, that's also like something like that would be a title of that book. Yeah, I guess I'm
0: right. I also even think the spirit's name is
1: grace oh there's a spirit well now i want to read it well
0: yeah i mean it's a paranormal so that's why i'm reading it and that's why i'm bringing it up but in the book the name of the spirit is grace and grace does a lot of the like response
1: knock knocks if if asked see that's i think it was very daring and brave of grace and the twins and whatever other friends were down in the basement to continue asking things after identifying the knocks we yeah. coming from basically the stairwell. It's like your only exit is where is is. Yeah, that's terrifying.
0: No, don't love that. But I do love
1: that Grace sent it to us. Yes, I was saying. I also, one of the things that I don't love about Zoom and recording on Zoom is that I swear it's just a connection. It's not something spooky or at least I'm going to convince Convince myself that it's definitely a connection thing. But like sometimes I can see myself blink. Like I'm not, I'm watching myself blink. So there's like a little bit of a delay. Because it's like
0: yourself is winking
1: at you or blinking at you. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. I I just like, I just blinked and I could see it. Like the lids go slower. See, mine's not, now I'm just blinking a ton. Yeah. I can see, I can
0: fully see myself blinking. It's like the tiniest delay. Can you wink? Oh, wow. Look, you You have control. I like,
1: I feel like I have no control over my face. I can also, it hurts and I know it's not good for me, but I can make my eyes go cross-eyed and then straighten one or I can make them both like vibrate. (laughs) Oh, I can do the vibrating thing, but I can't do anything else. It really, my eyes are a little sore right now, so I won't do it, but yeah, (laughs) when we're together, I'll show you. Okay, can't wait. (laughs) You'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll just be like cross-eyed in one eyes. Look, yeah. Staring at me.
0: Great, (laughs) love it. Thank you.
1: (laughs) I'll go in the closet now.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, uh, on that note, uh, thank you to everyone for sharing your stories with us. If you have any paranormal ghost stories, cryptids, supernatural, whatever it may be, please email them to us at podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we love you all. Join our Pyramid Scream. Join our Patreon for Campfire Stories. Tell your friends all about us. Get some merch. You know, all the things. iTunes, rate and review. All Not only things.
1: our podcast, but any show that you listen to. Yeah, it just helps to support all the podcasters out there that you love. Hopefully we're one of them if you're listening. Yes. And thank you thank so you much. Too. To Christina! Our editor Christina! Woo! Christina! Christina! i said first time Christina. Christina, Christina, person, Christina. Christina. <laughs> Christina. <laughs> Thank you, Christina. Thank for you for editing. During our TikToks, during our bid. Yes. All the all the good stuff. Uh and we love all Louis. you. we well? See you on the on the other side. side. Very sweet.